What is the difference between a Caden Kalian wedding and a Caden Kalian funeral? One less drunk. Previously on Tales from the Twenty Side. They've given me a lot of power. They've given us the means to defeat our old enemies and take this place for ourselves. But to them, we are expendable. You help me take out Teb Norton and I'll let you roam these woods free. Got someone downstairs who I think you'd be very interested in seeing. It may be that our patrons don't necessarily see eye to eye, but I think we as gentlemen of good standing have an accord. You can see quite a young looking human woman. My name is Ajantia Malasin. What are you going to do? I'm going to slap you silly. What happened to him? Uh, he, he had some kind of funny turn. Can you can you help? And you can see in it there is a makeshift cage of some sort. And kind of sat in it looking quite despondent is a blue-skinned, small, human-looking creature with these butterfly-like wings. It's doing your worst, little one. Nothing you can do to me is what the white witches will do if I speak. As dust begins to fall on the border woods, you make your way away from High Central Lodge with Lady Argentia in tow. Good to go. Good to go. Yeah. Vote call vote. Just having a wee bit of a stretch. Welcome back, listeners, uh, to Tales from the Twenty Side, uh, Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom. I'll be your games master for this and for many other games as we journey through this strange new land. Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, my name is Dom. I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson. Hello. Mr. Neil Kelly. Hello. And Mr. Darren Mafucci. Yeah, right. How are we doing, guys? Uh, we're in. We're in. We're recording from 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 lockdown. Uh, we're all in our homes over the internet. It's nice. It means I can do it in yeah. my pants. The, the government have mandated that I have to stay at home and play video games. It's great. Yep, and I'm okay with doing my part for the cause, as, as this is the case. <laughs> yeah. It just oh. comes so naturally. It really does. <laughs> I'm a resting actor. <laughs> yeah, we've been training for this for years. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that is, of course, not, not to take away from uh, all the good work that all the key workers out there are still doing. Uh, thank Absolutely. you to all of you, um, and uh, yeah, hopefully this will all be over uh, by lunchtime. It, it won't be over by lunchtime, uh, but uh, hopefully it doesn't last 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 uh, all that long, and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. Uh, that's the, the depressing bit out of the way. I'm not, not going to mention it at all again for the, for the rest of the day because I don't want to talk about it any more than you guys want to listen about it. Uh, you, you've yeah. set the scene. You've set the scene. That's. I've set the scene, uh, so let's move back into our game. Uh, so, uh, the last time uh, you joined us, um, our intrepid adventurers, uh, Alwyn Templeton, Brother Amos, and 
Otto von Niederschläger uh, have been journeying into the border wood uh, to find um, the Lady Argentia Malassine, who'd been, who'd been kidnapped by, by some bandits. Uh, traversing the unseasonably snowy weather, you wound your way deeper into the forest, uh, fought off giant lizards that wanted to eat you, fought off some zombies, and eventually came to um, the base of these 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 uh, these ne'er do wells, um, known as the High Sentinel Lodge. Uh, you were invited inside to, to, to treat with uh, their leader, Rokar, uh, who uh, allowed you to take um, his prisoner. Uh, as he had been asked to capture her by um, a strange unknown force from deeper within the forest uh, that he didn't entirely trust himself and it seems that he had designs on recruiting you to help to help take down uh, yep so that when last we left uh, that night had just fallen you were waiting for, for, for the cover of darkness to leave um, the high sentinel lodge with the lady Argentia and head back to the town of Heldron. Um, and this is where we rejoin you guys. So, adventurers, what would you like to do? Well, just to interject very quickly, there is one other thing that happened. Uh, it happened off record at the very end of the last session. Of course, yes. Uh, so, uh, at, the very end, at, the, at the very end of last session, uh, I decided that, that the time was appropriate for these guys to level up. Uh, so Woo. your your adventuring heroes are all now level two, which means yeah. they have more hit points that I can take away from them. And I'm looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> We're now indestructible. It's official. <laughs> I mean, you're basically gods, right? What could go, what could, what could go wrong? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Alwyn already <laughs> was. Thank you. Jump, <laughs> ju jump, jumps off a cliff, turns into a goldfish and dies. Mm. Otto's the god of hellfire. And he brings I you. am, yes. In fact, I was just thinking of setting fire to the lodge as a sort of, as, as a sort of goodbye present. In, instead of coming back to help them, we'll just set fire to them. Please, please don't. Uh, but anyway, with, with all that said, um, uh, the darkness has, has, just, has just fallen. Um, yeah, what, what would you guys like to do? Uh, it's worth mentioning. I didn't. I didn't touch on this last time we recorded, but um, uh, the kind of f few hours break that you had uh, in the the high sentinel lodge before heading back out, uh, it does partially count as a rest. Um, so for hit points, if you're down hit points, uh, you can restore um, one times your constitution. Sorry, um, your level times your constitution modifier, and then halve it. Okay. Um. Already at full. Okay. Um, Sorry, I have... uh, level times the constitution modifier, which is um, plus one. So I can add one. And is so that two, right? So two times one is two. two. And then we'll halve that so you get one hit point back. One. Yes. Because it's, not, it's not, not a full rest in a, in a comfy place. I, um, I have in my conditions one. Um, uh, so now that you've had a bit of time to rest, uh, if, if I call correctly, that um, that was from falling into the river, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you you'd fallen into the river. You, you got kind of a little bit of hypothermia, mm. and yeah. Now that you've spent <coughs> a bit of time in the warm, in the dry, 
uh, yeah, that that condition is also gone, Darren. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling much better after my rest. Good. Uh, you are an inspiration to us all. Thank you. Presumably, it's gone for Alwyn as well. <laughs> oh yeah, if if Alwyn had the same, then that's gone as well. He did. He did. <clears throat> cool. So, gentlemen and, and lady, shall we? Shall we traverse? Let us do that. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so carry on. Yes, let us leave. Let us bring the lady Argentia Malasine back and uh, collect a reward, perhaps. Okay, uh, so in the absence of any other indications, uh, you guys leave uh, the High Sentinel Lodge and you begin trudging your way back uh, through the forest uh, in the direction that you'd already travelled. Uh, yeah, it's um, it, it's getting quite biting, bitingly cold at, at the moment. Obviously, with, with the with the uh, um, uh, with the snow that's that, that's coming in unseasonably. Uh, you make your way back down uh, the the trail uh, towards where you had left uh, Carlton uh, tied up previously, and you kind of come past the hill uh, where you had interacted with uh, the bandits to start with. And it starts winding back down towards uh, the river that, that you'd crossed uh, just a few hours before. Um, and as you kind of turn the bend on the road, on, on the path, um, you see the place where you had made camp the day before, uh, and uh, the fire that, that that you'd left for Carlton uh, is is out. I thought that would happen. Is Carlton there? Uh, give me, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, oh, that's pretty bad. Uh, Twenty-five. Okay. Uh, yeah, you ca you can see that Carlton uh, is still there. Uh, still seems to be tied to uh, to the tree. Carlton, are you all right, my good friend? Uh, yeah, there's no response as you shout this um, from kind of further up the path. Oh dear, I okay. think we should check on him. Yes, yeah. I think we should. Gonna run up to him. Okay, uh, you approach, um, you approach Carlton, and you see straight away that something's not quite right. Um, he's got something hanging around his neck that wasn't there when you left him, and he's kind of slumped against the tree, uh, doesn't appear to be moving. Uh, as you get closer, uh, you see that this thing around his neck, uh, it is a crude wooden sign that you've seen uh, not too recently. Sorry, not not too far, 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 far back. Uh, the sign has written on it uh, three words, trespassers turn back. Uh, you recognise this as the sign that was... Um, around uh, the neck of the snowman that had exploded in your face on the, the other side of the river. Well, I don't plan on turning back. Um, is, is Carlton breathing? Uh, so you can give me a medicine check, please, Otto. Um, is that a d20? That's 
So D20 plus your medicine skill. 13. Okay. Uh, he is not breathing. He is not breathing. He is not moving. Um, yeah, as you're kind of pulling away, a little, there's a tiny glimmer of light from Scarlet or something that, that catches on something on his chest. And you inspect this more closely. And you see that what looks to be a shard of ice has been pushed into his chest where his heart would be. Oh, oh my god. I suspect foul play. Walker. Sorry, Stu, you saying something? I say, yeah, he's going to turn into a white walker. Um, ooh. I think we should perhaps bury him. Or perhaps cremate him. <laughs> that might be safer. And uh, less work for me. It may have a point. Um, I'm going to lay him out with a bit of dignity. Okay. Yes, he was a true friend of ours. But he was under our care. He was under our care, yes. It is. Yes. Yes. Poor chap. And we left him somewhere we thought was safe. Turns out it was not. Okay. Uh, so you lay Carlton out. Um, you take the time to uh, uh, kind of administer his, his what, what you assume to be his last rites, based on your own personal faiths. Um, and are you are you burying the body or are you burning him? I vote I, for burning. I vote for cremation. Yes, I'm, I'm happy with that. Okay, uh, so. Otto, you, you take a second um, kind of to pay your respects yes. as much as maybe Otto would <laughs> given that this is a, a bandit. Um, he was a bandit, but I, 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 I grew quite fond of him. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, uh, yeah, and yeah, you, you kind of spend a few minutes to kind of produce flame over the body and after a, after a short while it does it does catch uh, with three of you plus Lady Gentia kind of forming a shield from the wind, uh, the body takes and uh, begins begins to burn, begins to burn away. Well, oh, goodbye, Carlton. Goodbye, Carlton, old friend. Okay. Old friend, I'm going to say two words. Bags his underpants. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was a, 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 a... It was for his own good, ultimately, I think. It hurt me more than it hurt him. As as this kind of summer moment is uh, is happening, um, Lady Argentia, who's been has been quite quiet throughout, throughout the whole of this, um, towards the end she kind of pipes up and says, um, "Was this a friend of yours?" Well, a friend, someone we met along the way and who, with whom we had a, an, an ambiguous relationship. Um, such that we could not trust him to join us when we met, went to meet uh, Captain Rockar and we left him here where we thought uh, he would be safe. Yes, I, I did see that he was wearing um, the garb of, of the raiders. Was he one of yes. them? Yes, he was one of them. Well, But he proved useful to us in, in the end. 
it's it's one less bandit in in the world but um that's uh, that's quite a horrific way to go yes indeed are we are we pressing on or are we are we camping here for the night i think we should press on we, we've been waiting for nightfall to travel so i think we should uh... yes let's continue Actually, now we're away from the lodge. Before we do uh, move on, um, Lady Argentia. Um, oh, Brother Amos, I, I believe you've got something of Lady Argentia's, haven't you? Oh, yes, that's correct. I have a crest. A and crest? some jewelry. Oh. Oh, that's that's good news. So the bandits did, did, didn't take everything from the carriage then? It would appear not. Lovely. That's. um. That's very, that's very, that's very good of you. Um, I, I will take my signets back, um, but the rest of the jewellery, I must confess I have no need for it. I, I have far too much, if I'm completely honest. That's something you don't often hear a lady say. Yes, and she, she, uh, she, she kind of gives you a smirk. She gives, she gives you a bit of a smirk, Otto, and she says, uh, well, um, stick around long enough, you might find I'm not, uh, as much of a lady as you as you first think. Ah, oh, I, I am intrigued, my lady. Uh, Alwyn's going to lean into brother. Alwyn's going to lean into brother Amos and say under his breath, "Is, is, is she? Is she saying she's a man?" I don't think that's what she means. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, well, Otto will be happy. Yes, that wasn't my understanding of her meaning, but, uh, <laughs> but now that you mention it, uh, well, uh, don't knock it until you've tried it, I say. Absolutely. But cast out in <laughs> not those mind. Mm. <laughs> Let okay, us uh, press on. Right, yes, yeah, bring the lady to safety. Okay, uh, so you, be, you you press on um, into in into the night, and. Um, are you guys carrying any light at all? Mm. It is it is pitch um. black in the forest. There's no there's no there's no lanterns or anything. I mean, obviously Otto and uh, Orwin can kind of see in the dark a little bit, but Brother Amos mm. and uh, well Lady Jantia are effectively blind in the darkness. Uh, do, do we do we have uh, horses? Did uh, we collect our horses? Do you know what? I th I can't remember where you left them. They I left we... them with Carlton. Yes, I think you did. Oh yeah, so you kind of um, uh, you do notice as as you take a moment to, to look around uh, that the ropes that that were holding your horses to, to the trees have been cut, and the horses Ooh. have. Uh, I tell you, you can give me a give me a uh, either a survival check or a nature check. It's your choice. All, All of this, it or um, it's no odds to me. I will. Uh... I tell you, what, um, if 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 you're all taking a moment, a moment to, to look for the horses, you, you can all give me give me a check. Okay. Uh, Twenty ten. for Alwyn. How much for Alwyn? Sorry. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. D dirty. Ten 20. for Otto. And six. Uh, 
Lovely, okay. Uh, yeah, you, the three of you kind of fan out. Um, Otto and uh, Brother Amos kind of head to one side of the path. Uh, Alwyn, you head, head to the other side. And quite quickly, you do find um, sort of uh, hoofprints in the snow. And uh, you follow them, not, not too, and, and not too far away, you do find uh, your, your horses. They hadn't wandered very far, it seems. Me, uh, so brother, brother Alwyn has found our horses. Here they uh, are. Al Alwyn has found our horses. Not brother Amos. Horsey, horsey, horsey. Yeah, so you, you lead your horses back to, uh, to, to the path. Uh, and yeah, you're ready to continue. So, uh, what's your marching order here? Well, I think myself or uh, Brother Amos, someone with uh, a good night vision, should be at the front. And then we can, uh, our horse will lead the other horses, the horses will just follow. The rest don't uh, really need to be able to. We only need one person at the front who can see. I would suggest Alwyn rather than Brother Amos. Brother Amos um, doesn't have good night vision. Ah, but Alwyn does. Was... Alwyn, yeah, as a half elf, uh, yeah. Alwyn, it is then. Alwyn at the front as usual. Alwyn is leading the way. Who, who's behind Alwyn? Um, I'll I'll go behind Alwyn. Brother Amos, and, and then uh, then the lady um, Argentia Malasine. Okay. And then, and then do, do we have anyone? Is it, do we have her, any of her servants, or is it, is it just the lady we have? It's just her. Just her, and then, uh, and then I will. You gather from your conversation with with Rokar. Uh, Rokar's orders were to kill everybody in that caravan except for her. She was to be brought back alive. Ah. So. So I will bring up the rear. Okay. I'd suggest uh, we string a rope between the horses. Okay. Good thinking. You can absolutely do that. So, are you tying the rope? Are you tying the horses to each other, or are you tying yourselves to each other? If that makes sense. Uh, horses, I think. Horses, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you uh, mount your horses, you form up your order, uh, kind of lash them together with a bit of rope uh, so they can't wander off too far, and you begin making your way um, again back along the uh, the pathway. Uh, and after a few minutes, uh, you come to the frozen river uh, that you had crossed um, the day before on your, on your way over to the, uh, to the lodge. Uh, the ice where a couple of you fell in the water has frozen over, uh, and you begin to make your way onto the ice. Uh, obviously, you, you need to move quite slowly because this is still... It's, it's, uh, it's still ice, it's still... Um, not amazing. Are you, are you, Perhaps you, at sorry. Uh, Perhaps say, at this point we staying... should. No, I think we should uh, untie our horses and take them across one at a time. Otherwise, there's too much weight on the ice. I agree, and, and on foot as well, not riding the horses. Yes. Also, we can them. see better. Uh, the, 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 what light there is will reflect off the ice, and um, there, there is more light here than under the trees. So. Um, we can we can see what we're doing and, and we'll take them across one at a time. Otherwise, we'll all end, end up in the in the river. I agree. Agreed. Okay. Uh, okay. So you you dismount your horses. You you bring the column to a halt and you start. Uh, 
I'll take them across one by one. Uh, so who's taking their horse across first? I, I guess from the front of the column to the back? Um, well, yeah. I was thinking I would go first as I am lightest. Okay. So Otto, you uh, lead your horse uh, gently, deftly across across the creek. Um, there's a nervous moment where it begins to creak under you a little, a little bit, uh, but you kind of stop the horse and wait for it to pass, and then you continue onwards. Um, you make it across the other side without incident. I think we should send the Lady Argentia Malasi next to make sure she gets across. Yes. Okay, and uh, kind of following in your footsteps, so she leads. Um, is she is she leading horse or is she on by herself? Is I think she, I think we all need to lead a horse, otherwise someone will have to lead two horses, and that that could be. Well, because you've only got much. three, you've only got three horses in total. Ah, then I think she we comes. should let her cross by herself. Yes. Sure. Uh, so she, uh, yeah, she she kind of follows it follows in the footsteps of where you and your horse went, um, and. Uh, yeah, she gets across without uh, any incident. Uh, sort of follows, follows, follows exactly in the path that you've taken. Uh, who's going next? You next, brother Amos. Thank you, Alwyn. Perhaps, uh, perhaps if uh, brother Amos um, uh, leaves a, a, as long a rope as he can, if he trails that behind for for, um, for brother Alwyn. So if brother Amos, so if. Um, for Al- Alwyn, so perhaps if her brother Amos falls in the ice, um, Alwyn can pull him out, or if um, Alwyn falls in the ice, brother Amos will have him, uh, have him on a rope. I do have a, a uh, grappling hook in my backpack. I, I was thinking just a rope tied around That's your waist. Probably a bit violent. Well, know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to grapple hook you. <laughs> just hold on to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, assuming way, it's attached to a rope. Uh, I mean, it, it can be. I mean, you, you can take a moment to attach it to a rope if you want to. Yes. Or we could just use the rope. Yes. Just use the rope, yes. Okay. Either way, you start making your way across uh, the ice, Brother Amos, and you get about halfway across, um, and you hear a creaking noise followed by a rustling noise. Um... And as you get to the, to, to the halfway point, um, this long snake-like looking creature uh, kind of seems to pass through the ice uh, and lunges for you. And with a natural one, uh, goes gliding straight past you. Okay. Uh, I would like everybody to roll, roll initiative for me. Ooh. Ten for our win. Um, um, where is the initiative modifier? Um, it's perception. Ah, oh, perception. Um, so fifteen. And I got thirteen. Thirteen for Brother Amos. Uh, Alwyn was ten. Ten. Otto was 15. Yes. Uh, 
Right, so uh, acting first um, actually is Lady Argentia. Um, she kind of turns to Yorto, uh, kind of seeing this thing leap out of out of the ice, uh, and just says to you, "Sword? Do do you have a sword?" Uh, I, 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 I have a dagger. That'll do. Give it to me. Or a hatchet. A hatchet, perhaps. Give it to me. The hatchet. Here's a here's a hatchet. She 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 takes the hatchet from you. Um, and that's going to be one action. Uh, her second action, she moves back onto the ice. Uh, hatchet in hand. And her third action, she takes a swing with a hatchet at this thing that's just leaped out of the ice at Brother Ramos. Uh, but uh, she, as as she strides onto the ice, uh, she loses her footing a little bit, and the axe just swooshes wide of of the creature. Uh, that's the end of her turn. Uh, we're round to Otto. Uh, uh, I, I called to Lady Argentia to to come back, that she's putting herself in herself and uh, and uh, brother Amos in danger. The, the the weight on the ice is too much. Okay. I mean, whether she does anything on that or not, she'll you'll have to wait until her turn. Um, in the meantime, what are you doing with your turn, also? Um, perhaps I will. An electric arc should not uh, melt the ice. I will throw an electric arc at the creature. Okay. Uh, so electric arc. Uh, remind me, is that a reflex save from it? It's a. Uh, it's one of my cantrips. See what I have to do. I'm pretty sure it's a reflex save. Uh, yeah, basic reflex save. Okay. Uh, what's your spell DC, Otto? My spell DC is 16. Uh, yeah, I'm getting nowhere near that. Uh, so yeah, it takes full damage from the electric arc. Uh, roll a D4 and add your charisma modifier. Ooh, four plus uh, charisma modifier seven. Okay. Very, very nice. So uh, Otto uh, kind of shouts out, shouts out after Lady Argentia, uh, and lifts his wrist up and flicks out um, a jolt of electricity, which hits this this swirling, flying snake-like creature. Uh, it seems to crackle around it for a moment. Uh, some good damage there. Uh, anything else with your turn, Otto? Um, I will. I will ready my hand crossbow. Okay. Uh, so you, you, your third and final action is you take out your hand crossbow. Uh, yes. Uh, your, your, your heavy crossbow. Sorry, which, which you, you will need to, need to load on, on your, your next turn, but uh, yes. it's there in your hand now. Uh, so that's the end of your turn. Uh, we're round to them. Okay, Brother Amos, this one that uh, kind of just rose up out the ice. Uh, you see Lady Ajante running in, swinging, swinging an axe at it and missing. Uh, it, it flies at you again. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck me. That's another natural one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it kind of lun lunges at you uh, the first time. Uh, doesn't doesn't hit you. Uh, it then moves, kind of ten feet around you, 
uh, and is going to lunge for you again. Jesus, I'm rolling terribly today so far. Uh, that, that's a four. So uh, again, it, it, it tries to kind of bite you, um, but as it does so, uh, yeah, you're just you're just too quick for it, and you get out. It get, you get out of its out of its way. Uh, how, how long is this thing? Are we talking anaconda size or? Uh, no, I mean it's probably like it, 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 if you were to unfurl it end to end, it's probably about five feet long, uh, but it's it's kind of coiled and and, and writhing and floating in in, in the air. Mm. Uh, yeah, you behind you, brother Ramos. You hear the same swishing sound as another one of these creatures uh, rises up, uh, kind of behind you. Uh, that one is also oh. going to attempt to bite you. And that is a fifteen to hit. <laughs> Ow! Is, is is that a hit? It's uh, 18 on my arm. Okay, so yeah, this time uh, it does manage to kind of get its teeth into you, uh, but before it can do any any damage, you kind of uh, twist out of it and parry, parry it away. Uh, it then kind of moves into a position where it's between you and uh, Lady Argentia, and it kind of it doesn't it, it doesn't bear its teeth this time. It looks like it's kind of winding up to try and push you, and uh, that's what it does. It rushes with you sort of full force uh, and it's going to attempt to push you backwards. What's your fortitude DC, Brother Ramos? Fortitude DC is 7. Uh, so plus 10 is 17. Uh, so yeah, this this creature slams into your chest. Uh, you kind of stagger back a step, a step uh, but it doesn't seem to have its desired effect. Uh, so yeah, um, you take no, no, no damage from that. Uh, so yeah, that's the end of our turn. Uh, Brother Ramos, it is your turn. I am going to use a flurry of blows against this snake creature. Okay, which one? The, the one that uh, first attacked you or the one that's just tried to, tried to push you? The one that's just tried to push me. Okay. Okay, roll your two attacks for me. Eleven. Okay, eleven uh, is not enough, unfortunately. Uh, these things are quite are quite quick and nippy, and uh, you go to punch it with the first one, and it, your fist just kind of passes harmlessly through the air. Roll the second attack. Three. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. You sort of swing twice for it. Uh, you're not able to get any contact with it, unfortunately. Uh, anything else with your turn, Brother Ramos? You've got one action left. I will take out my dagger. Okay. So last action is, is to draw your dagger. Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, that's the end of your turn. Uh, Olwyn, you're up. Isn't Warrior Blows a single action? Uh, yes, you're, you're, you're correct. So you've got one more action, Brother Ramos. Oh, well in that case I'm going to have a poke at it with my dagger. Okay, roll the attack of the dagger. Twelve. Is not enough, unfortunately. Oh dear. You kind of stab at it and the uh, 
the dagger glances off. Uh, looks to be the the icy. I mean, y you're sort of looking at this thing, and it, it is quite clearly made of what looks to be ice of some kind. And uh, your, your dagger just kind of glances off it. There's a little shower of, of water comes off it. Uh, anything else for your turn? I think that's it. Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Alwyn, we're round to you. Okay. Uh, how far away is the nearest snake? Uh, so the nearest one, um, assuming that you are right on the edge of the riverbank, it's yep. ten feet from you. Okay. Um, can I draw two weapons with a single action? Uh, yeah, I'd say. I, I mean, what weapons are they? Spear and the masterwork longsword. Let me just have a look at the spear. Uh, I'm going to say no because neither of them has the agile trait. Okay. Um, I'm going to draw the masterwork longsword and throw it at the feet of Lady Argentia. Okay. Uh, you take the sword. Uh, um, that's going to be two actions. One action to draw it, one action to throw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. Um, and my third action, I'm going to draw the spear. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, what, just give me, uh, give me an athletics check, Alwyn. See if I can throw the sword. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you you kind of uh, get down real low and you you skim it like a like a like a curler across the ice, and it, and it skitters across the floor, and it does indeed make its way to Lady Adventia. I will call out to her. It's masterwork. Uh, and what else were you doing with your turn, sorry? Drawing the spear. Drawing the spear for the last, for the last action, okay. Uh, that's the end of your turn, Otto. Uh, back around to Lady Argentia. Uh, she sees the sword uh, that you've just uh, just thrown to her. Uh, calls across that. Thank you! Um, bends down to grab it. That's one action. Stands up and is going to attack uh, the snake that's between her and Brother Amos. You see there is a massive shower of, uh, there's a screeching of, of metal hitting hitting ice as she gets a good solid hit on uh, this creature. Uh, yeah, uh, she gets a good hefty, hefty swing with, with the sword. She's going to attempt to do the same again. And with a natural 20, uh, she kind of winds up again and hammers back into the, into the same place that she just hit. Okay. It's a good sword. It is a good sword. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that's going to end her turn. Um, uh, we're back around to Otto. Right. Well, normally in, in these situations, in this situation, I would produce flame, especially against something in the ice. But given that uh, 
of Brother Amos is sat out there in the middle of a frozen river. Probably not a good idea. So I'm thinking acid splash against the snake nearest to me. Okay. Uh, so I believe acid splash has, well, splash radius. Is it near enough? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you can cast Acid Splash on, on the one nearest. Uh, you are going to hit Brother Ramos and Lady Argentia as well. Ah. Then perhaps instead I will uh, load and shoot my crossbow. Okay. So first action is load the crossbow. Second action is to fire. Roll the attack. Ooh. What do I... How do I modify? Uh, so... You should have a weapon um, where it says ranged strikes on your character sheet. Uh, yes, uh, the modifier is the one that's in the arrowhead. That's that. So I, it is twenty-two. That is definitely a hit. Roll some damage on the crossbow. Uh, again, is there a modifier? Is it? Uh... Uh, so, uh, so for a ranged attack, there's no modifier. It's just just a dice roll. Ah, two. Okay, two points of damage on the one nearest to you. Okay, it's, it's starting to look a, look a bit shaky. Looking like it's um, sort of starting to start to start to crack in places. Mm-hmm. I will uh, for my final action. I will reload. Okay. Uh, third and final action. Uh, also reloads his crossbow. Uh, it's the end of your turn. We're back around to them. Brother Ramos. Okay, uh, the, the one that originally leaped out of the ice at you um, kind of manages to also kind of decides to, to rush at you, um, hits you square in the chest, and this time you're not quite as prepared for it. And you take a step five feet back, and uh, you feel the ice beneath you shatter. Uh, give me a reflex saving throw, please. D20, yeah? Yes, please. Am I adding anything to that? Uh, your reflex save. Reflex. Oh, there we go. 25. 25. That is not just a success, that is a critical success. Uh, so, uh, you can actually move up to 10 feet in any direction you want after being pushed. I think I'm going to move back towards the snake. Okay, so kind of back to, back to where you were. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so as as you feel the ice beneath you break, um, your monk training kicks in. You you set your heels and you kick off uh, and leap forward back into where, uh, where you were. Uh, it seems quite frustrated by this. Uh, it's going to attempt another bite. Uh, come on. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. And yeah, it... it kind of snaps at you you see these long teeth like like icicles coming for your face um but you just sort of twist twist out the way uh, no harm done there and for its last action it's going to do the same again minus eight uh yeah um 13 not going to hit your arm class is it no uh, yep, so that's the end of that one's turn. The other one, kind of between you and Lady Argentia, um, is going to try to do the same thing. It first attempts to, to shove you. Ugh, with a natural 20, uh, you are actually thrown 10 feet backwards. Um, 
and you land on another section of ice which you feel uh, crack and break beneath you. I need another reflex saving throw, please. Ten. Okay, this time you're not quite fast enough and you find yourself plunging into the freezing cold water. Um, give me a fortitude save. 26. 26. Uh, so as uh, as you feel the ice break beneath you, um, you kind of take a second just just to exhale and make sure that there's no air in your lungs when you hit the water, uh, which means uh, the, the shock of hitting the cold water is lessened um, and you do not seem to, to, to take any other ill effects. Okay. 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 Uh, so that's its first action. Uh, it then turns around to Lady Argentia, who's been hitting it with the sword. Uh, it's going to attempt to attack her. Uh, yeah, you do see it manages. Uh, she 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 kind of starts to parry away with away with the sword, but it just slips under her guard and kind of nips her um, on 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 the shoulder. Okay, and. Quite, it's quite, a, it's quite a nasty bite. You see a uh, gout of blood splatter across across the ice, and she kind of reels back in pain. Ouch! Uh, she she looks like she's having a hard time standing herself at this point. Um, and for its third action, it's going to try again. Uh, and this time, she is able to, to kind of get get the sword up up in between its its teeth. Uh, it's going. It was going straight straight for her neck, uh, but she manages to get the uh, sword and just 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 in the way, and no damage there. Uh, Brother Amos, we're round to you. Uh, you are in the water. So I think the best course of action is for me to get out of the water. Okay. So first action is you climb out onto the water, out out, out onto the ice. And I shall now ready my hand crossbow and load it. Okay, second action is take out your hand crossbow. Third action is to load the hand crossbow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, okay, end of your turn. We're round to Alwyn. Uh, how far away is Lady Argentia? Uh, she is. She's 25 feet from you. First action, I'll move up to her. Okay. So, uh, just so, so you know, whilst you're moving on the ice, uh, it is uh, difficult terrain, so it's half speed. Uh, but I will allow you an acrobatics check uh, to see if you can move faster. Okay, thank you. Uh, 14. Okay, yeah, it's just enough. Kind of lengthening your stride and making sure to plant where the ice looks thick, um, you do manage to bound up to, to Lady Argentia. Okay, uh, second action lay on hands okay so roll the da roll the uh, the healing there uh, she gets six hit points back six hit points there's, back. there's no roll for lay on hands it's just okay pretty straightforward that's, that's nice we like we like simple <laughs> yeah like, like Alwyn <laughs> we, we are simple um, <laughs> and the last action I'm gonna poke this snake with the spear Okay, uh, roll the attack for me. 
Oh, natural 20. Nice. So, 24. I'll tell you what, uh, I'll grab you a critical hit card, Stu. Yay! Nice. Uh, so it was with the spear? With the spear. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so, um, you've drawn the card Pinhole, uh, which uh, the creature takes. Uh, so, you ro roll your damage as normal, and okay. the, creature, the creature takes one persistent bleed damage uh, until it is healed. And I rolled a natural one. <laughs> nice. With no modifier. So, one point of damage to uh, this. Oh, I'll just throw the brickway cards over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's called the Leicester Shuffle. It is. Uh, I'll, I'll sort that out when we're done recording this uh, this, this one. Uh, yeah, you, you, you kind of thrust toward it with a spear. Uh, now, are these... Can these things bleed? Bleed if you do it. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of thrust your spear into it and you kind of twist it as you do so in a, in a manner that, that you, you would normally expect to provoke an outpouring of blood. Uh, unfortunately, being made almost entirely of ice, uh, this thing uh, does not seem to have blood and therefore does not begin to bleed. Uh, mm, but does it start melting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting enough, uh, you do actually see um, this thing is really struggling to, ha to hold, hold itself together. You can see it's starting to its form starting to crack in places. Okay. Uh, end uh, of your turn, Orwin. As a free action, I would like to uh, call over to Otto. Otto, they're ice. Burn them. Sure. Yes, but I, I might burn you as well, and I might burn the ice that you're standing on. Be good with your aim. <laughs> uh, so end of uh, your turn we're round to yes. Lady Argentia and she kind of after you give her the, give her the, the lay on hands uh, she gives you um, a nod of thanks and winds up with the, with the long sword and goes to strike and uh, you watch as, as she kind of um, it's almost like almost, almost, almost like, like a pirouette you, you can tell she's definitely had some kind of fencing lessons um, as uh, as a noble woman and she kind of swings with it with, with, it, with this half pirouette um, catches uh, the ice elemental that I'm just going to call it what it is now ca catches it kind of full force with the sword and you watch as this one in front of you all and shatters into uh, many many pieces pretty okay. uh, for her second action uh, she's going to move uh, kind of just past you uh, so that she's facing down the other one, and she goes for a swing at it. Uh, and this time, unfortunately, uh, she gets a little bit too overconfident, um, and the, the sword uh, kind of slams into the ice. You see shard, uh, sh sh you see a, a spray of water go, go flying into the air. That's the end of her turn. Uh, Otto, you're up. Can I produce flame without uh, burning anyone else? Uh, you can certainly try to. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you if you roll a natural one on that uh, that that attack, you might you might mm. end up doing it. So sure, you can you you, you can absolutely hit the uh, the creature. 
I will give it a go. So roll the attack there for me, Otto. Um, it's 10 plus my... Uh, plus your spell attack bonus. Spell... Ah, yes. Um, 16. 16 is just enough to hit it. Um, roll some damage for me. So it's D4 plus um, your charisma modifier. Okay. Charisma modifier. Yep. Um, and actually, total, total. Actually, don't, don't, yes. don't worry about it. Um, looking at uh, how much health it's got left, uh, and this thing mm. being made of ice, um, as you would expect, has a vulnerability to fire. Uh, so minimum damage here is actually enough to, to, to end it. Uh, so Otto, tell me how you finish off this uh, this this icy snake. I produce flame. I. I, I move slightly around just to make sure that uh, no one else is in my line of fire um, I, I, I launch my, my fireball it, I, at first I think it's going to miss but then it just catches and um, yeah. I, and uh, it starts to melt from the head downwards nice, so yeah, kind of almost like a baseball pitcher throwing a curveball um, mm. the produced flame fireball kind of bends almost like it's going towards toward Brother Amos for a second, and then it comes back on itself at the last moment and hits uh, this ice elemental square in its face, and uh, the rest of you watch as it melts away into mist. I wish I'd thought of that before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was worried about melting the ice you're standing on. That was my uh, that is where I hesitated. I mean, I fell in anyway, so yes. But uh, at least I, I did not... Sp well, perhaps I did speed that process up by not burning the thing in the first place. Always the answer. When in doubt, produce flame. <laughs> I should know that by now. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so, yeah. Um, you guys are out, are out of combat. What, you, what, what, what would you like to do? Um, do I have any effect from having fell in the water? Uh, you don't... You don't seem to. Um, okay. You seem to have avoided enough of the cold water shock that your body hasn't gone into shutdown. I'm happy to continue. Let's just get you off the ice. Yeah. Yep. So we carry on. Okay. We'll uh, pick so up the hatchet that um, Lady Argentia dropped and, and give that back to Otto. Sure. And, uh, Thank you suggest that for the time being at least for the rest of the journey perhaps she keeps hold of the long sword she's certainly proven herself useful with it yes quite handy with the sword who knew that she would be rescuing us Ooh. well come now you don't think i'm one of these prissy no nobles who, who who spends their lives banqueting i hate banquets i detest them Oh, well, uh, they, they do have something to say for them. I quite enjoy a banquet myself when I, when I get the opportunity. I like the drink. There you go. Yes, yes, we all like a drink. It is, it is our religion, is it not, <laughs> it is, Alwyn? Yes, it is required. Caden Kalian demands of us that yes. we drink. Well, here's to a job well done, everybody. Can we, can we take a, a moment, or, or ten minutes even, to just... 
collect ourselves and is anybody hurt? No, I'm fine. You said that rather passive aggressively. <laughs> no, don't worry about me. I'm fine. I'm Thank fine. you. Uh, milady? Uh, I'm, well, uh, you've already patched me up a little. Um, I'm still... I'm still a, a little wounded. Uh, you know, they didn't take amazing care of me um, whilst I was prisoner. I did take some injuries in, in the carriage crash. Uh, I mean, the bandits, they, they didn't harm me per se, but they didn't, they didn't help me either, if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean, my lady. Also, do you mind, do you mind making a fire going um, while we just like take a moment here then? And, uh... Yes, yes, of course. I'll set fire to this bush here. Okay. Yeah, so you, you, you guys make your <laughs> my, way my, across. Mind it's not our bus, <laughs> <laughs> You guys make your way back across uh, to the side of the river and you kind of set up a, a, a small fire going. Uh, just as you're getting this fire going, Otto, um, you do hear um, kind of somewhere in the forest, you hear um, the howl of a wolf. Uh, which is answered by uh, the howl of, of, of a couple of, of other wolves. Ah, oh, here we go. I don't like this forest. Okay, uh, okay. going to do battle medicine on Lady Argentia to try and not take too long then. Okay, uh, uh, roll the medicine about. check. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, uh, no, it's ten. Okay, it is a failure, but it's not not a critical failure, which is the important <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, at least yeah. you tried, Alwyn. At least you tried. Yeah. So Most you're lethal. you're able to tidy up, um, kind of some of the scrapes she, scrapes she's got. You you do notice that she has um, a couple of bones broken in uh, two of the fingers on her left hand, which you're you're able to set, uh, but you're not able to kind of do much more than that. We'll, uh, we'll get you patched up properly when we get back to Heldrin. That's okay. I don't wish to be in this forest longer than we have to. No. It's, um, and I heard doggies. Yes, I heard the doggies too. Okay. Uh, you you continue uh, back along along the path. Um, interesting enough, after after you heard heard those wolves howling. Uh, you don't hear anything else for a, a good couple of hours, and and you are walking kind of back along this trail, um, obviously kind of trudging through through the, the heavy snowfall um, for an, another couple of hours without incident, and you come to the point uh, where you had camped previously after killing uh, the the tatsel worm that, that had attacked Otto, um, just as uh, kind of dawn is beginning to break. And, uh, you notice as as dawn is breaking, although it's lightening, uh, it's very overcast where, where you are. There seems to be uh, some manner of, of a storm uh, beginning beginning to roll in over the area. Hmm. I mean, are you going to stop at any point to rest, or are you just going to keep walking? What do you think, chaps? I, I I think we should press on. Well, I don't think we should be travelling in the middle of a storm. Do we? Can we find some shelter? Well, here is uh, sheltered because we stopped here because it was sheltered. 
Yes, and then you nearly got killed. Yes. Yes, that that is uh, that is true. Perhaps we should take shelter. Is, I think shelter. We, we don't want to be out in the storm. I mean, uh, I think we can get ourselves killed again. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, if Otto doesn't isn't almost killed, is it really an episode of Tales from from Twenty Sides? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys can continue on if you wish, uh, but for every hour of travel beyond this, uh, you're going to be starting to make saves against being against being tired. Because you, you've been walking all through the night, you didn't have a proper rest in the daytime and all that sort of stuff. How many fights with ice stakes used up a lot of energy, I can tell you. How many hours of travel would you say there is? Uh, so you've probably got about um, another day's worth of travel ahead of you. And another eight hours or so. Uh, yeah, it's alright. Let's, um, let's make camp. I'll take first watch. Okay. Camp it is. So yeah. the four of you bed down uh, in this this little hollow that you'd um, previously camped in. Uh, obviously, the carcass of the tatsel worm is still there. Um, looks like some some scavengers have had have picked it a little bit, but owing to the condition that it, it was left in, there, there there wasn't much there for them, for them to pick at. Uh, but uh, yeah, you you camp down for for the evening, uh, Orwin. Um, give me a perception perception check, please. Uh, I would suggest, by the way, that only Otto and Alwyn um, take watch and, and alternate, maybe across four shifts. Okay. Uh, I don't know if, how the others feel about that. That's fine. I mean, as as, as mentioned, um, the sky is beginning to lighten. Um, so. You oh, do of course know, it is. You, you, you're approaching dawn. Beca um, yeah. Because of the way you rested in the High Sentinel Lodge, it's essentially shifted your your, your day-night cycle, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. No, no. I was channeling out with that. Yeah, no, I think three shifts. Right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, dirty 20 for my perception. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, as you're giving watch, Alwyn, uh, you do hear again... Um, Sort of deeper in the forest, you hear um, you hear some you hear some wolves calling to each other. Um, they do seem to be further away further away from you uh, than they were before. Uh, but your watch your watch ends without incident. And who's I'll up next? relay that to whoever. Uh, that that would be further. me. Okay, and Otto, uh, if you could also give me a perception check. Ooh, a natural 20 and uh, plus 24. There we go. Nice. Very perceptive. <laughs> indeed, indeed so. Uh, seem, it seems that all the near-death experiences are enough to kind of give us over juicy needs. <laughs> mm, sharpen my, my edge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you... you as um, it, it, it gets to about midday when you take your watch, Otto, um, and... Yeah, no, it, it's a it, it's a very calm calm day. Uh, the storm that looked like it, it was threatening to come in uh, seems to have, have either passed you by or had it all been blown in a different direction. And uh, yeah, you, you have a, a pleasant, if quiet, few hours uh, just huddled around the fire. And 
Hmm. Yeah, so eventually we we, we get to... Um, I said mid, I said midday. That's, that, that's a bit late. More like 9, 10 o'clock in, in, in the morning. Um, oh. But you get round to about 11 o'clock midday and the three, four of you finish your rest. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, you are back on the road. What would you like to do? Well, I think before we go on the road, Alwyn would like to try healing Lady Argenti again. Sure. Oh, as a note, because you've rested there, again, you get um, your con modifier times your level and then halved in terms of hit points. Okay. Uh, so that's good. Thank you. Um, how is Lady Argentia looking after that? Is she still uh, she, She's looking a little better. Um, you know, although she seems to be, to be quite a capable swordswoman, um, you know, she, at the end of the day, she is still um, a, no, an, a, a noble woman. Uh, she's not particularly hardy, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can patch up a bit more now that, you know, we've had a bit of a rest. Okay. <sighs> no. Um... 13. Yeah, again, the best you can do is, is kind of just just check that uh, infection isn't setting in in her in her scrapes and bruises. And by and large, um, she doesn't she doesn't seem to be any in any long term danger. <laughs> if that's our wind's assessment, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she the, the best care money can buy. She she, yeah. she she takes five steps and falls down dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ah, oh, she's she's pranking us, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the, uh, you, you guys have kind of woken from your rest. Um, you're ready to go. What what would you like to do? Suggest we continue to Heldrin because, quite honestly, chaps, I wouldn't mind finding some armor. These clothes are bloody and stale and wet. Yes. Um, and let us also not tether the horses together until it gets dark. I. I've got this studded arm here, but you know that's probably going to be a bit restrictive for a monk like yourself. I have thought. Restrictive in what way? Um, mechanically, I think it, it reduces your dexterity, which is really important to you. Yeah. So monks are really good at kind of living living w without armor, if that makes sense, because they need to be able to obviously move and do. All their mm. carters, all that sort of stuff. Um, well, I don't necessarily mean armour, but I'm just conscious of the fact that Valeramos has been wearing tatty, bloodied rags since the very beginning. Mm -hmm. um, wouldn't mind finding some more comfortable clothing. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, so... Um, you continue back back on the path. Uh, you find uh, the chest that you you had looted on the side of the road. Uh, the log kind of still hanging in place from where it had swung down and hit and hit a couple of you. And uh, just as uh, you spend you, you spend the rest of the day moving, um, and this path seems much as as you'd left it. 
Um, you see a few more tracks of woodland animals that have made their way across it here and there, uh, but you don't encounter any, any wildlife as you return to the edge of the border wood. Um, you come across the carriage, uh, which you've previously um, uh, fought some zombies at, and uh, Le Lady Ajantia takes a second um, just to kind of pay her respects to uh, all the guardsmen that, that lay slain here, and in particular to um, the chap who was, who was frozen and, bro and broken. Uh, and after, after a few short moments, uh, she, she steals herself, stands up and um, follows you back, back, back to what, towards the road. And as you break the tree line of um, the border wood, you find yourselves on the road. Uh, but contrary to what you remember, uh, there is snow on the ground in, in, on, on, on the road. And that is where we're going to leave it for this session. production in association with Juicy Falls, music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the 20 Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. Tales